0: Football is back, and week eight is here. Your regular fantasy league is trash, but FanDuel is here to save the day. Go to FanDuel.com right now. Use promo code PICK, P-I-C-K, when you're the, little, the little thing up top, and you can get free entry to the Sunday Million, a million dollars worth of prizes. Over two and a half million players have won a cash prize playing fantasy sports on FanDuel. FanDuel.com, promo code PICK.
1: Sports presents the Pick Six podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL Insider Jason Locanfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL Draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick Six podcast.
0: All right, it's the Pick 6 Podcast. Will Brinson, Pete Prisco, Jason Lockaport, Nick Costas. Everyone here for some picks on a Friday. It's actually Thursday for us. (laughs) But uh it's Friday for you by the time you're listening to this, and we could not be more excited about the Ravens and Dolphins game we just watched. Wow, that game was amazing. What a scorcher. Two great quarterbacks going. I'm just kidding. It was a terrible well, game. One of the I best games
2: that... ever, Will. A, a true AFC clash. It was absolutely oh, wait, tremendous. Wait.
0: That game was on CBS, exactly. so it was awesome. I wasn't being
2: facetious. It's one of the great games we've ever seen.
0: Let's dive right into the picks. We're going to do around the horn as we usually do. We'll start with Jason Lockham Wait, wait, wait! Because... Hold on, hold
2: on here. Before we get to the picks, Will, we got to talk about how bad we were last week. At least, at least me, you, and and Prisco. What were we p two well, and eight? We talked
1: about that on Wednesday. We were one and thirteen. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Two zero and fives. That's insane. And I
1: got the lone one by a gift on a Thursday night. So we would have been zero and, and uh wait 15, one in right? one in
2: fourteen. We went.
1: Yeah, one in fourteen. 14. That is. I would, I would have, We would have been if I don't get the Raiders gift at the end, we'd be zero and fifteen. Oh think about God. it. Should have been 0-15. That's, That's incredible. That really um,
2: is. It's almost more impressive than fifteen and
1: zero. I will say this we, though, like if
0: you look at the standings, R J White and I – R.J. White, our editor at CBS, who was also in the contest, he went one and four, and he dropped. I think he dropped like thirty spots. So it's like, like everybody did really bad. So we got that going for us. We're going to bounce back this week. And we're going to start we're going to start with a full-blown bounce back with a dead cat bounce back as the NFL has decided to so that was not a Pete joke. I'm sorry. That was just a there's a, a, a oh. turn a turn of phrase.
3: But we can't be a really? Pete joke. Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Dead cat bounce
2: back is a gambling the, term?
0: The dead cat bounce I've never, I've heard, that never heard that in my entire life. You just sound what
2: like a... Costas. You're the degenerate. Is that a real thing? I mean, I don't, a degenerate. I mean, I like to gamble. I don't like to kill animals. Apparently, like Will Brinson does. That's a... no. I'm talking you about just the term. That up. The term. I've never heard of the term. No, Dead it's a... cat bounce back. I've never heard that. that, that that's a yeah, North yeah yeah. So it's, a, it's
0: actually a, it's actually a financial term. It's when um... oh
2: it's a fight. Oh Pete, did you hear that? It's a financial term from the Brinson compound.
1: Oh, that it's, means that, 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 means that one day your dad brought you into the room and had that talk you needed to have when you were 13 and you thought he was going to tell you all about girls, but what he really told you was about financials. You're really. inherited? <laughs> about being a banker?
0: No, the dead cat bounce is when you have a declining market. It actually could apply to picks too. When you have a declining market and you have a minimal recovery and then it goes back down. You think it's a bounce back. You think it's recovering, but it's really just like throwing a dead cat. He's a it lawyer. It he's an it, economist. It,
2: it's unreal, this guy, Will Brinson.
0: Well, think think about Pete. You know when what happens when you He's throw a, a man dead of cat many of the loafers,
2: floor? a man of many loafers, and not of the penny variety. You know
3: what either. my favorite part of the Thursday night game was the other night when Prisco went streaking across the field. Pete, that was that was pretty balls out, literally. And it Good
2: was, I can't, believe, and it was great when Pete, Tony I can't believe Romo
1: jumped in the Astros bullpen. <laughs> he
2: was that you sitting next to
3: Marlins man, Prisco?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of things you'd be surprised about.
3: Really? <laughs> no, actually, I I don't. If, if you were a serial killer, I wouldn't be really all that surprised. Oh
1: my to be god! With you. Oh my god! Not at all. What are you call me Ted Bundy?
3: That would be a that would be a mild upset, but it wouldn't be like the Browns beating the Patriots or anything like that.
0: What about See? Jason? The Browns beating the Vikings in a game that we? We're well, not we. We're not doing it. But the NFL's doing it. The NFL. Somebody in the NFL league office is like, you know, it would be great. Let's send the Vikings and the Browns to London and have it be a feature game at 930. I hope it's not on – is it on CBS? I hope it's not on CBS.
3: No, it's on NFL Network. And and it's a beat-up case. The best quarterback in the game is a beat-up Case Keenum who's missing practice time.
0: That's right. And the Browns – all right, here's – the Browns are nine-and-a-half-point dogs. I thought it was on a – I thought it was at Cleveland when I first saw the line. As it turns out, that's nine-and-a-half points, neutral site. It started at 10. It's down to nine-and-a-half. I, you're the Browns. You're you're the connoisseur of the dirt brown. Tell us about uh, your thoughts on this browns,
3: this browns. This game is such a dog game. Can you hear Copper? Say something, Copper. Burr. Burr. He's laying on my yes, chest. Yes. Newsflash. It's Copper is uh, a dog. Copper
2: doesn't understand human okay, commands.
3: The best part about this game is I'll be so busy running around Sunday morning doing stuff that I really won't be able to watch even if I wanted to because it's a 9:30 kickoff. Man. These games are usually blowouts. Miles Garrett's banged up. I haven't been I've been off on the Browns the last 2 weeks. Here I'm just going with the Vikings. The the Browns are god awful.
1: I'm taking the Vikings. In fact, I love the Vikings oh, this week. Geez. That defense is nasty. The Browns offense is atrocious. It's going to be at least two or three turnovers that turn into points as you know the Vikings offense isn't great either but I love the Vikings in this spot. I think they destroy the Browns here.
2: You know, Will, I actually considered taking the Browns here. And I think you can actually make, like, a legitimate case that Cleveland can cover, mostly because even without Miles Garrett, this defense is much improved. Like, the offense is terrible. The quarterback has obviously been a sinkhole position for this team. But the defense, in truth, is really not that bad. And I don't think this Vikings offense, and I'm not splitting the atom here, this Vikings offense is that good. Jason said it. Case Keenum's banged up. I know Diggs is going to make the trip, and there's a chance that he plays, but this groin has been problematic for him throughout his career. Would anyone be shocked if he went out there and warm-ups? Yeah, no, that was very sophomoric.
0: This groin is on fire. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I don't
3: know. Man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, was, my God. That was
2: so bad. It was actually really I'll never <laughs> unhear that. I will
3: that never was, unhear that. That
2: was awesome. Um so, like his his groin could go on fire, and then he has to come out of the game. And <laughs> yeah. He gets within the it's moment But, but with that being said, with that said, um, you can't pick the Browns. You just can't do it. Um, because who the hell knows? Like, he could go for go for what? Go for Kaiser for the first half. Kevin Hogan could play the third. Cody Kessler could play the fourth. Bring Brock Osweiler in, and he can play the final couple minutes from Denver. Um, I, there's only one way to go. You have to lay it with Minnesota, or lay it or don't play it. Vikings are nothing.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm the same way. And I, by the way, to your point about the quarterbacks, I thought Chris, Chris Westing of NFL.com had a good tweet. He's like likening the, the Browns. The Browns quarterbacks are basically being like, Hugh Jackson is basically managing them like a, like a bullpen. And it's like, all right, Kaiser's out there for the first five innings. Let's see if we can get another inning out of Cody. I mean, it's a, it's a mess. You're throwing Deshaun Kaiser back in the mix. He doesn't. He hadn't looked ready. He doesn't have, you know, Joe Thomas is now missing for the season. That's his rock on the offensive line. Um, who knows what sort of. Uh, you know, cheeky shenanigans, Kenny Britton, Corey Coleman, we'll get into it over, overseas. Um, could be a little buddy cop drama, drama there. Um, I go with the Vikings. This is, I, I, this, I struggle with this one a lot and I like Cleveland plus nine and a half. It was, if it were a home game, but golly, I mean, you just Agreed. can't, it's just, I think you're right, it's hard to way. imagine.
2: I think you're right, by the What's way. Up? If, if this is the line in Cleveland, I might take the Browns, but it's not a true home field advantage. So I think you're hundred percent right with what you just said.
0: <laughs> it's not a home field advantage at all. I mean, it's just like, if you're the Vikings, like, I think we're going to see Latavius Murray score twice on the ground game. I think we're going to see the Vikings score at least once. Um, I'll predict Anthony Barr defensive touchdown. Why not moving along to the actual relevant one o'clock slate of games, <laughs> the new Orleans saints, Perhaps, Nick's, Nick Costas is the Saints. Perhaps the Saints. the Saints, Jason, are the best team in the NFC? Perhaps they are. Either way, they're catching nine. They're minus nine. They're not catching nine. They're giving nine against the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky at home. Your thoughts there?
3: Uh, my thoughts is there's a lot of huge lines this week, and I don't really like a lot of these games. I don't have a great feeling about these picks or a whole lot of conviction. But... Um, the Bears are playing really good defense, and Vic Fangio is coaching them up, but I, I still think i go Saints here. I, I just don't think the Bears are going to be able to run the ball for 200 yards. And that's really – their equation to win games is like, don't turn it over, run for 250 yards, you know, don't don't complete more than five forward passes. And if all that happens, we'll win. Um, I think they'll have to chase this game a little bit. I, I think the Saints and Sean Payton will understand that, that they jump out early. Um, it could turn into a, 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 a you know complete one way traffic. So yeah, I'm I'm going New Orleans here. I don't I don't have a great field. So we all picked the Vikings, right? So that should be in the first part of this the Kiss this. Good
0: call, or good call, Jason. Right? Luck for mm-hmm. All over the kiss of death. I think the kiss of death hit last weekend.
3: I need to
1: look hit back two the the right since, we like since we went one you in fourteen. Did we win one in Or you went it with hit.
0: us? What's that?
3: If you're the fade, the fade one, not the pick with us.
0: Correct. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we yeah. all agreed on two picks, and the parlay would have won because I think we had the Chiefs and um, maybe uh, who were the Bears playing? The Bears no, we playing didn't. Because
2: Pete had the Raiders. I'll go back and try and find out.
0: I'll find out yeah. what it was. Keep going, anyway. But yeah, so you like the, the the Browns are the first part of the kiss of death parlay. You like the the Saints
1: here, or you like the Bears here?
3: Yeah, I like the Saints. I, I mean, I don't even like them. I would I have to pick a team, so I'm picking a team, but I don't I don't like this game.
1: I almost made the Saints one of my picks in in the contest, but I just bowed out of it. But this is, let's face it, the Bears winning last week was an accident. That's what I call a grade A accident. You can't win throwing seven passes on a consistent basis in the NFL. They got two defensive touchdowns that you can't count on. The Saints are rolling. They're playing good defense. They'll be better on offense at home. This is going to get ugly. I like the Saints minus the points.
2: Well, I, I think when we pick this game, this is the question that you have to ask yourself and then answer honestly. And I'll toss this out to you guys. Better team right now, the New Orleans Saints or the Carolina Panthers?
0: The Saints are playing better right
2: now. The Saints are the better team. So this is essentially it's it's basically the same exact line that we saw last week with with the um, with the Panthers on the road in Chicago. When you take into account the three points each way for home field advantage. The Saints are better than the Panthers. I don't think there's any question about it. We all admitted it. So I think there's only one way to go, and it's the New Orleans Saints at home. It's not sustainable what the Bears did. Will, that's that stat that you gave earlier in the week, or maybe it was on Sunday night, what was that, that three of the eight times in the past however many years that a team has thrown less than ten passes in a game and one, John Fox has been the coach? That stuff yeah. can work when you're playing at home against a struggling offense like the Panthers. That ain't working in the Superdome against Drew Brees and the Saints. I would lay it with New Orleans. I think it's the only way to go.
0: We're two for two on Kiss of Deaths, and I love the Saints this week. I might not love them anymore quite as much as I did before we started this podcast. I agree. Look, the Bears have been Jekyll and Heidi when it comes to covering and when it comes to winning home versus away. They're just, a for whatever reason, they're playing much better at home. And I think when you look at how well the Saints defense is playing, I think you can do the same sort of stuff. That the Panthers defense did to Chicago in terms of limiting them and making them, um, I don't know if you call it one dimensional. I just don't think they're going to let Mitchell Trubisky throw a lot. They don't have. John Fox isn't going to let
2: Mitchell Trubisky throw. They just traded
0: traded for Dontrell Inman and he might be their number one wide receiver. I mean, it's, uh, he's with the number four or five in, in, uh, in, in Los Angeles with the Chargers. I think that what you're going to see the difference here is that the Bears defense doesn't travel as well. And, uh, the Saints offense is rolling right now. Now it started out a little slow on the road against, against Green Bay in that first half, but the Saints now win four straight, and have some life. They I mean, they, this is a moment where you realize, Hey, we can, we can really take control of this division. You know, the Panthers are on the road in Tampa Bay. So somebody's taking an L there. Um, and the Falcons, of course, as Pete knows, are probably going to win when they play the Jets. Well, maybe, maybe not. We'll talk about that in a minute. Big game for the Saints. I like the Saints to come out and blow them out. And I don't see Chicago having the, uh, the ability to do what Detroit did to the Saints and try to make it a game. That's a two for two on the kiss of death, Cleveland, Chicago. Last week's kiss of death, by the way, I, I write these down every week. Seattle minus five and a half, Saints minus four and a half, and Denver plus one and a half. So it actually went two for three. Next game up.
1: Oh, look at that. Isn't that convenient? The Falcons. Pete Prisco's Falcons. His beloved. Why are they my Falcons? I don't have any team. I hate every team. <sighs> I can't read why from the text thread that we had last Sunday. Which by the could, way, I, think... I was
2: crying, yeah. crying laughing at this on Sunday night. The four of us on a text chain with JLC and Pete going back and forth on the Falcons was legendary. Legendary. We
0: should, I should do like, I should do that, that. We should do that text that spoken word and just bleep it out. We'd all be
3: fired. You yeah. got to redact all You have to redact a, lot. <laughs> no, like redact a lot. You have to redact
0: like seventy five percent of it. I, I accidentally stumbled on it on my iMessages a few minutes ago. It's like it's, it's, it, it was it's pretty legendary. incredible, legendary. Yeah, Um uh,
3: Jets. the highest paid system quarterback in the league. Good for this,
0: That's right? Can nickels. they? Can they? They're four and a half point favorites in New York at the Meadowlands playing the Jets. If they, if you if you handicap this game. Before the season, the Falcons will be 11 and a half point favorites. Now they're just four and a half point favorites.
3: I'm taking don't. them here. This has to be the dead cat bounce back because <laughs> they'll win this game, but it won't mask all their real flaws and they're not going to the playoffs and they've got a lot of hard times ahead. But I do think they could win this game by two field goals or something like that. Um, again, don't love this game. I'd have a hard time coming up with games. I do love this week. Um, but, look, Atlanta's not going to fix their offense overnight. And the defense is overrated as well. But this is desperate times done now. And if they can't get a little dead bounce, dead cat bounce here, then there's going to be stinking rats. But I, I think they find a way to win by more than four points here, but barely.
1: Well, you know, since you call MVP system quarterbacks, um, you're as bronic as ever. What would you call Cam Newton? What well, he's would not a system quarterback New? either. Oh, okay. Well, what what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. You,
0: then then we Cam, Cam Newton on Sunday on the
1: text thread. We can't even say what you call Cam Newton. Yeah, Russell Russell Wilson's a <laughs> system quarterback then, isn't he? Oh my God! Please do don't, don't do this. Him please please him don't that? do this. Sure. Well, I mean, every quarterback fits into a system. It makes no sense to call somebody a system quarterback. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Your Pete Perry. Dude.
3: Whatever. just Yeah, just pick, bro. It's all going to well, come like in the watch at the end of the Falcons year anyway. It's happening every game. week.
1: I, I think the Jets can't rush the passer. If you can't rush the passer, you got problems, um, and, and I think that's going to show up. Look, everybody likes to blame Sarkeesian, and there's been reasons aside from him. Matt Ryan hasn't played well. Let's be honest about it. The offensive line hasn't played well. The receivers, aside, they double Julio all last week, and the other guys can't win. So it's been a, a bunch of stuff. But I think they get it right. I like the Falcons. Don't love them, like them.
2: Ah, uh, this is a total stay away game for me. And if I'm picking this game, I'm taking the points with the Jets because for me, it's not just that the Falcons haven't played well. I I think that their their body language is so They're bad. I, I I don't think what JLC just said is an is an overstatement. I think that they might be broken. Now, I think that there's enough talent. I'm not saying this team's going to bottom out and go 6-10. and I don't think that's the case. They're too good for it. But right now, they are in a major, major malaise, and the Patriots completely emasculated them last week. And I don't buy – I've seen people say, like, oh, well, the touchdown at the end of the game, they got their mojo back a little bit. I don't think that they did. I I, I, I disagree with that. I, I don't know that they're going to lose the game. I think they'll probably win. Like you put a gun to my head, I'll take Atlanta to win the game. But there's no way I'm laying four and a half points with the Falcons right now on the road against any team, maybe with the exception of the Cleveland Browns. So I'll take the points with the Jets. Like it, don't love it.
0: I I love the Jets here. I, I mean, I wish it, I wish the line was higher. Um, the Jets should have thumped Miami. You know, they, they 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 let Miami get back in it and somehow steal a win. Uh, but,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They they Green
0: there. I was like, Jesus, Copper, what did you do, buddy? <laughs> no, uh, I yeah, we let I just off the up. No, I, I just agree. Yeah, up. look, they're full Denny Green. They let him off the hook. They should. The Jets should have handled that. The Jets should be the team we're talking about. That's actually in a playoff contention. The Falcons stink. I'm sorry, the Falcons aren't good. And the, the, the belief nobody's that nobody's any good will nobody's uh, any okay. good.
3: Well, that's fine. Well, but some believe, are going to make the playoffs and some are going to miss. Yeah, your glory boy is going to miss.
0: Your blind belief that the Falcons are just going to get better because they have to is the same. And I look, I've been guilty of it, aka 2016. Like, the Panthers are going to get better. They just have to. The Panthers aren't, the Panthers weren't going to get better. They're screwed up in the head. Sarkeesian's all over the place. And I don't think that this Jets defense, as young as it is, but as good as it is, is, is the place where you just magically get right and like pound the ball with Devonta Freeman and wing mean, the ball Sarkeesian's down the field.
2: all
1: over the place. Just out of curiosity. What's that mean? I mean, he's
0: calling. Jet sweeps on fourth and one at the goal line. Pete, he's done a terrible. A he's done a terrible, terrible, terrible
2: job, what Pete. Like, what? Well, well, don't defend Sarkeesian. I'm not defending him. I just think it's gonna. It's so what are you time killing to, Will for? for i saying Kyle that in the first year no, too, didn't no, it? No, Will's right. Like, you, it's indefensible. Yeah. Well, that's fine. It took time for Kyle Shanahan.
0: The freaking Falcons cratered in the second half in 2016.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, what's your point?
2: <laughs> well, I, mean, like, I, don't, I don't have to understand mean, how you're missing the point. Like,
1: I mean, come on. What's the Falcons point? might not be good. Is my point.
2: And Sark's yeah, well, done an I awful
1: job. I, I, I really believe you're wrong. This is—I mean, you think that you think the Arizona Cardinals are good, but you don't think the Falcons are good. I guess yeah, the
0: it. Arizona Cardinals are terrible. Okay. what did I say? I mean, like, I thought before the season they'd be good. They're terrible. I'm willing to adjust it. You're—the problem you're having right now is you're not willing to adjust the fact that the, the Falcons are broken. And that it's not, not coming back, in. Pete. That's, I mean, Pete, look. it's gone. Well, the, that I disagree. with. We shot him already. They're dead. They're lying yeah, down. We'll see. It's over. We'll
1: see. Since you you just said that he's <laughs> all over giggles. the place and you have no no rhyme or reason to back Put that in, up,
2: Pete. You know what? You know what the rhyme and reason is. Watch the game on Sunday night and watch the game that Sark called. That's the rhyme or reason. I he just re- I job.
1: went back and rewatched it. And you and you were and
2: you were cool with the game that he called.
1: No, there were some bad calls in there, and I think they need to do some. I think they need to do some different stuff, but. But the bottom line is the players aren't playing either, and whether that's because of him or whoever, they're not playing very
2: well. I, I think that you're right, mis- so you believe the point. that they
1: need to do some different stuff.
0: Why <laughs> yes. Why do they need to do different stuff? What are they doing wrong?
1: Well, they're they're not running the ball enough. I don't think on certain downs. They're they're also not moving guys around the way they do. They're counting on that same. Crappy crackback run that they ran eighteen thousand times in the Super Bowl that they think they can run over and over again with the receivers blocking down and everybody's beating it up to the line of scrimmage. They're, look, it's the same offense. It's just not. So would you say right that 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 players are playing? The offense is well. all over the it's place. The same <laughs>
3: offense without the guy who created the offense calling the plays. No, it's the same offense. Any of the guys like... who had his pass game or his <laughs> or his run game actually in the building anymore. But yeah, other than that, it's all exactly the same. It's the same MVP who only looked like an MVP. The one. Year he was with Kyle yeah, Shanahan for the year. second he,
1: year in the he, he system. Oh, 25 touchdown The passes second
3: year in the system. Dude, Burt Jones won an MVP. You don't have me coming season, on this freaking podcast every week day. acting like Burt Jones is a Hall of Fame quarterback.
2: Burt Jones would have been a Hall of Fame quarterback if he had stopped. Although, Although Steelers they didn't, yeah, if they passed. didn't
3: destroy his shoulder in a preseason game against the Steelers, maybe he would have. Burt but, Jones. Anyway. Burt, that's a good, good call on JLC.
2: Good call on Burt Jones. Burt Jones was phenomenal. Former Baltimore Colts quarterback, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm a Baltimore homer. So I had to get that in there. You definitely are.
0: Uh, okay, so anyway, Pete has said that there's lots of things wrong with the offense. But He's dying, not all hell. over the place. Yeah, So, Will, nothing to see
2: here.
3: They're fine.
0: So, Will, just so it's... we get
2: this, the semantics are they need to do a lot of things different, but all over the place is, is not right. So, just right. So right but if you
0: say Sarkeesian's all over the place, you've lost your mind.
1: Okay. They need just, to do
2: different just... stuff, but they're not all over the place. So, well, we, you had so no. You saying.
1: just said it. You had no. Re- you had. What do you mean by that? What he, do you mean by? He watched the game. You read Robert Klemko's story today. That's why you said that.
0: I beat, mean, I bet, mean, why am I reading it? not did I'm you read Robert Clemco's Clint story? story today? No! No, I, I read anything!
1: Did. I bet you did. I know you did. I'll you bet live you, on
0: the I will bet you... Every dead cat you have stored in your closet oh that I didn't find anything on the MMQB You're look, today. That You're is always evil. looking
1: on the internet for new clickbait stuff. So I know you saw a story,
0: dude. Steve Sarkeesian caught a terrible game two weeks in a row. They were up seventeen nothing against Miami, and the Falcons finished with eighteen total runs in that game. What do you, I mean? Look, what do you want? Sarkeesian sucks as
1: a play caller. Kind of like right in now. a Super Bowl when a certain guy didn't run the ball in the second half. But and that's Jason not the point, though. The next greatest thing in the world.
3: Jason never said yeah, that. And the offense has been great without him, dude. Whatever. Let's right. move on to the next. Game. I gotta go at noon, guys. Next this is this is more importantly we can't let If You know we'll
1: cut the segment down a little bit? Is it before you make your picks, quit saying how much you hate the card and hate every pick you make. That'll cut it down.
3: Dude, I'm talking the least on this podcast. I guarantee you.
1: Okay. You know what else is all over
0: the place? My fantasy team guys <laughs> really went down the drain when I decided to draft Greg Olsen. Pete, I bet your fantasy team stinks too. In fact, I know your, actually your
1: fantasy team's pretty good. But I just you, destroyed know what you, you do? last week. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: You know what you should do? You know what you, you killed me. I'll give you that. You know what you should do, Pete? You should go to fanduel.com, log in and sign up, use the promo code PICK. That's P-I-C-K. And you, if you're a new user, will get free entry to the Sunday million and it will reboot your fantasy season. I use fanduel every week. Cause it's, cause like it's, it's cool because you can pick, you can get the best players. Like you didn't get a chance to draft, um, not David Johnson. Maybe you didn't get a chance to draft Antonio Brown. You can draft him anytime you want each week when you play in a fan duel game. It's fantasy football for everyday fans. New contests start every week. So you got no busted seasons. There's something for everybody too, whether you're rich, poor, dead cat, poor, rich cat, poor, bouncy cat, poor, whatever it is. Dollar, you started just a dollar. You can play. Pick a contest, choose your team and watch your score in real time. It's, it's, it's more fun than like most fantasy scoring apps except for CBS sports. Um, sign up today. Go to fanduel.com, click the join now button and use promo code pick. New users get free entry, free entry with over one million dollars in cash prizes in the Sunday, in in the NFL Sunday million when you make your first deposit on fanduel, FanDuel fanduel.com promo code pick. Okay. Next game on the docket. The Carolina Panthers. Traveling to Tampa Bay, and so, it's not a must-win game, right? I mean, the Panthers are four and three. The Buccaneers, uh, the Buccaneers might stink. It's a
3: must-win game this, for the Buck.
0: Yeah, is this is this a is this, a, um, is this a, a dead cat bounce for the Panthers, Jason?
3: I got. I'm taking the points here. I don't even know that they'll necessarily win the game, um, but I will take the points. It's Tampa Carolina Bay,
0: plus uh, two and a half. Sorry,
3: plus two. two, two half, sorry, right? yeah. Oh. All right, well, either way, I'll still I'll still take the points. Um, Tampa doesn't really find ways to win games. Tampa's lacked a cutting edge late in games. Not not that Carolina has had much of one. Um, but I, I look, Carolina's defense is still playing pretty well. I mean, even without Kekley, I mean they gave them three points last week. I mean it was two defensive scores. Um, as long as Cam Newton doesn't turn this into a turnover fest. Uh I, I think they know what they have to do. They need to win this game. When they need to win games, they'll let Cam run the ball ten times if he has to. And it'll be ugly, but give me the points and give me the Panthers.
1: I don't love the game, but I'll, I'll take the Bucks. I, I just think in desperation mode, they're at home. Uh, Winston got the offense cranked up last week against uh, Buffalo for three eighty. I think he'll, he'll have some shots down the field here as well. Uh, the Carolina offensive line is atrocious. I know Tampa Bay's defense has been a mess. They've had some infighting. I just think at home, I'll take Tampa Bay. I don't love them, but I'll take Tampa Bay minus the points.
2: I'm with Pete here. I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus the points as well. I do not feel great about it. Like, it's not a best bet. And, like, the Noah Spence injury obviously hurts. And even though Carolina's offensive line is really bad, Pete, here's my concern. Like, if you like Tampa, how are they going to get a pass rush on Cam Newton? Like, the pass rush has not really been there for this team. And I think that's something that's troublesome. But I don't think Cam's right, whether it's physically or, like, or in his head. Like, walking out of the press conference on Wednesday was weird. Like, after a question that was really, was fairly innocuous, I felt like. I don't like the feeling right now around this Panthers team. I don't like their mojo. And it's not... This is more of an anti-panthers pick for me than it is pro-Bucks because I don't think the Bucks are very good. But desperation at home, Jameis Winston bounce back. Give me the the Bucks begrudgingly. I'll lay it. I think Tampa wins. Will and I think Tampa covers.
0: Cam's Cam's little vendetta against the Charlotte Observer is very bizarre. Um, I mean, I get that he's mad about the Jordan Rodriguez. She came back to work, I think, yesterday. I don't I don't know exactly where she was, what she was doing while, but she was. Gone from social media for a little while, I believe. Gone from writing as well. And then when Joe Person asked the question about um, chunk plays, Cam just decided he was out. And
2: you would think he was like, "So Cam, like, what happened in the Super Bowl? What happened in Super Bowl Fifty against it's the? Like, it's he's like, you so made
0: a business like... decision in the Super Bowl, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you, Cam? <laughs> didn't you? I mean, it's, they said yeah. I mean, like, Cam, it was. I, I don't know. I mean, like, J- look, Joe's... Like, a, Cam, Joe's, how about those Joe's,
2: laptops at the University of Florida, Cam, or whatever the hell he did in yeah. Florida? Like, come on, man. Like, it wasn't that bad.
0: Joe's good at his job, and he's been doing that job for a long time. Longer than, I think, longer than Cam's been doing it. It's, it, it's weird. Um, you would think he would have a try to improve the relationship there. I guess he doesn't care, and, you know, whatever. Um, I like the Panthers in this spot, though. You know why? Because <laughs> it reminds me a lot. Uh, just It's just different directionally. The Panthers stunk before that game against New England when they traveled north and Cam had the whole incident with the reporter from the Charlotte Observer uh midweek that turned into a big national story people were questioning Cam's ability to play people were questioning the Panthers ability to win and then they went and got right against a bad defense and you look at the bucks they've given up 68 points in the last 2 weeks to the Arizona Cardinals and the Buffalo Bills granted they were road games um they hung a little tighter with the, the Patriots and the Giants at home and they, they held the Bears to seven at home. But I think this is a situation for the Panthers to go down there and wing the ball all over the place to get right, to maybe establish a run, to use the read option to a larger degree, to use a bunch of bubble screens like they did against, uh, against New England, against Detroit to try and put the cornerbacks in bad spots. I think Carolina rolls in this one. I love the Panthers here.
3: I think about this you... game the more I like the Panthers. I I, I would say I love the Panthers too. So one of your... I think the Buccaneers the I are I in a bad spot. This Gerald McCoy I... is not playing well right now. The Bucks can't stop anybody, and I was thinking the same thing. The last time Carolina had their backs against the wall, Cam went out and played like an MVP,
0: and, and they got mad at the media and then like shoved it back in everybody's face because that's just what Cam does. That's cool. That's what. You know, that's what. Look, it's what. It's uh, what MVPs
1: do. Pete, uh, moving so along. For people,
0: Matt Ryan. That's right, Matt Ryan.
1: You know, I thought it was a good because he's not going to be. He's not going to be. Uh, so insensitive to people that he'd get up, stand up, and walk away from a press conference like some guys
3: do. I'm not defending that part. We're talking about responding on the field.
1: Yeah.
0: Eagles hosting the 49ers. The Eagles, maybe just the best team in the NFL, with maybe just the MVP and Carson Wentz. Not even a hot take, according to you guys on Wednesday. Jason, the Eagles are uh, minus 12 and a half hosting the 49ers in a 1 o'clock game on the East Coast. Your thoughts? I'm
3: taking the what, what do you guys have? I have 13. 13. What do you 12, have
0: 12 and a half for the Super Contest. Okay.
3: Uh, I'm taking the point. San Francisco, while they're awful, they're usually awful but close to, you know, being within a touchdown. At the end, I think Philadelphia's being slightly overvalued here. I think San Francisco, obviously, last week against Dallas was a perfect storm. But I think they backdoor this. They score a few touchdowns later, do whatever they have to do. To get within 10 or so, it just seems like a lot of points to me. And and it's San Francisco coming off a blow-off loss, and it's Philadelphia coming off of a Monday night sort of toward the forest. But it is a short week for Philly. The travel with San Francisco doesn't bother me so much. Um, the Eagles are going to win, and I think they'll win comfortably, but give me the points.
1: I love uh, love the Philadelphia Eagles in this spot. The 49ers are atrocious. The travel is going to catch up with them. They're playing a 1 o'clock East Coast game. You know how bad that is. But not only that, two weeks ago they were back in playing in in D.C. after a three-game road swing. They played good that day. But I just think this Eagles team is flying high right now. I think that defensive pass rush is going to force a couple turnovers. I love the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: You know, I'm really happy that Pete loves the Philadelphia Eagles, because me, I love the San Francisco 49ers with the points in this game, and it's this, this is math. This is the betting market. You are getting the 49ers right now after the 30-point home loss at their lowest point, and this is the high-water mark for the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, maybe Philly wins and maybe Philly covers, but the smart play in this game is to take the points, because the value the is smart there play right is now. to pick the right team. No, not the, no, if you no. Lose, the Eagles are The Eagles are going to win the game. I'm not disputing that. And I'm saying maybe they'll cover because this this doesn't always work. But the smarter play is to take the points because that's where the value is on the line. With the San Francisco 49ers, one of my best bets. Give me C.J. Beathard and company to backdoor this one late. Philly wins. San Francisco covers. And I think it'll be a big game for my guy. Hey, Kittle, Kittle, the cat in the fiddle. George Kittle, the Niners tight end. catching passes from C.J. Beathard.
0: that might be worse than Pete sneaking in a Eagles are flying high reference. <laughs>
3: that um, was worse than, that was not worse, I'm sorry, than This Groin Is On Fire,
2: though. That, though this Groin Is On Fire was so bad, it was good, though.
0: That's, that's how, I, that's, that's the world I operated in. This is so bad, it's good. Uh, I got a 49ers, too. And I think this might be a play, just like the 49ers Redskins game a few weeks ago, where you go Eagles first half, 49ers second half. And if you're, you're all really over know, if you're that, that, bud. What's that? You're all over that. That one o'clock PM, I mean by you know by the time your body wakes up, second half, you're playing from behind, you can come back. Eagles trying to type a little bit. I like I don't think we're talking enough about this um, Jason Kelsey uh, not Jason Kelsey, Jason Peters injury. That's a big deal. You know, I mean, that, that's a huge deal for Carson Wentz. When he lost Lane Johnson last year, and I realize we're not apples, we're, you know, apples and oranges here a little bit. When we lost Lane Johnson, his, his play suffered, and he can be blitzed a little bit. The 49ers aren't great, obviously. They're not gonna, they're probably not gonna win this game. I think that's a low likelihood. But they can easily lose this game by 12. And, uh, what do we say, Nick? Good teams win, and... Great teams uh, cover.
2: And I feel even
1: better about my Eagles pick now that you three losers like the 49ers. And on Sunday, man, Will man.
2: Brinson, the Philadelphia Eagles will be good, and the San Francisco 49ers will be great.
1: That's true. Right. you have an 0-5 slate again. It's, I mean, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be totally whatever. shocked.
2: Whatever.
0: Uh, Bills and Raiders, what a scorching AFC uh, playoff wildcard battle thing going on here. Bills minus 2.5 at home, Jason.
3: Uh, I'm going with the Bills. Um, I, I I have mention? I mentioned I'm not pumping my chest about any, any if <laughs> any of sleep. these games?
2: Let's just record Jason yeah, saying I, that I and play it before every
1: pick that he, he makes. He says it every forward. every pick, and we waste an hour here him say it. Hey, let's go.
3: Yeah, because it takes three seconds for me to say it, then it takes eight minutes for your old ass to comment on it. But anywho, yeah, I'll take the Bills. They're pretty good at home. Oakland's done coming on. I don't like. I, don't, I mean, Oakland off that three game trip, they only really showed up. I mean, that three game homestand only really showed up for the one game. Against Kansas City, and even then, it took some bizarre officiating to get that thing done. I I, I think Buffalo's secondary can bottle them up a little bit, um, and Oakland's defense can't stop anybody. I I, I they just I'm just not impressed. Um, Buffalo's offensive line's pretty solid. If Khalil Mack isn't special, then I don't think the Raiders beat many teams. Give me the high flying Buffalo Bills.
1: I love the Buffalo Bills this week and because I just, this Raiders defense is atrocious. It is absolutely putrid. They haven't gotten any better, they get worse for a defense to have Khalil Mack on it and not be getting good is amazing. Uh I think Buffalo is playing good football. I think McCoy will be able to run all over them and that East Coast West Coast that West Coast East Coast trip is brutal and and it's going to play be a big factor here. I I love the Buffalo Bills.
2: Man, we are getting close to the kiss of death on this one because I don't love the Buffalo Bills. But I like the Buffalo Bills in this game, and I I think, you know, I tweeted a couple weeks ago that I thought Marshawn Lattimore is the next great NFL corner, him and Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if Tredavious White is on that level just yet, but Tredavious White is a damn good cornerback, and Amari Cooper ain't getting loose like he did last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's just not going to happen here, and Pete, you said it. This Raiders defense is bad, and while this is not exactly the 1990 Jim Kelly K-Gun offense for Buffalo, I think Tyrod, LaShawn McCoy, Leshawn McCoy is going to run through this defense like a... A hot knife through butter. That's what's going to happen on Sunday. Home field advantage for Buffalo. Early game for the Raiders on the East Coast. I don't love it because I don't know how good this Bills team is, and I have a lot of respect for Derek Carr, but I like it enough that I will take Buffalo to win, and I'll take Buffalo to cover.
0: Can you parlay uh first half lines?
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: So you could parlay the – there's four, I think, maybe three. three. There's three. There's three one o'clock games featuring a West Coast team on the East Coast. Hmm. I want to parlay that first half. Uh, we have an official kiss of death situation because I, I might no, not, I might no longer love the Buffalo Bills. I really like the Buffalo Bills here. Um, I'll tell you that, you know, the biggest difference is I agree with you, Nick, that LaShawn McCoy is going to run through the Raiders defense like that filet mignon with soaked in butter is going to run through copper right onto your Gary Sanchez jersey. <laughs> um, but I think that the biggest difference here is the coaching. Sean McDermott is a stud, and Jack Del Rio is just sort of a – I like Jack Del Rio. Played will play blackjack with him. I think he's a nice guy. I'm not sure he's a great coach. And I don't think the Raiders – I think you're getting a, a lot of value here with the Bills because the Raiders came back and won, but they should not have won, and they should not have covered that game against the Chiefs. And I like the Buffalo Bills a lot in this spot. Bengals. Minus the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are like two and four. Were they two and five? But two, two and four, right? Two and four. Two and four. They're minus ten and a half points against the Colts at home. Jason,
3: I, I'm taking the points here again. If you if you notice the uh, the trend, uh, Cincinnati. I mean, I know Indianapolis defense stunk last week against Jacksonville, and I know Jacksonville got a million sacks. But Cincinnati's offense, ten. I don't know. I don't know. Bad game, two flawed teams. I think Jacoby Brissett bounces back a little bit. I think Indianapolis doesn't get shut out back-to-back weeks. And that defense, I mean, by Colt standards, the defense hadn't been horrible until last week. And, again, a lot of that was the offense just getting completely overwhelmed. Cincinnati's offensive line is no great shakes itself. Give me the points here. I wouldn't touch this game with all – (laughs) with every dead cat in Frisco's (laughs) entire catalog
1: of dead cats. See... I think Joe Mixon is gonna run through that Colts defense like ninety proof runs through Jason's veins every afternoon. <laughs> I mean it is going to be
3: proof every afternoon.
1: It is going to be bad. And and I just think the Colts are atrocious. I watched them on tape the other day. I, I mean they're a bad football team. Andrew Luck wasn't curing that team, by the way. As good as he is, he isn't curing that mess. That's a mess up there. It gets worse. At least the Bengals are playing good defense. They're fourth, tied for fourth in the league in scoring defense. Gonna to be tough to move the football. We saw what Jacksonville's defense did. Give me the Bengals minus the points. I know I'm laying a lot of big numbers here this week, but I think they're gonna to be, to hold true. Last week we took all dogs. This week I'm laying the number. Give me the Bengals.
2: You know I'm going to lay it also with the Bengals here, and I've been I was impressed, and I think I even said will to you like after the Monday night loss to Tennessee, a lot of credit to Chuck Pagano and the Colts for like being able to tread water this season without Andrew Luck, but I think last week was sort of like a back breaking loss to the Jaguars, just totally emasculated by Jacksonville, and I think Cincinnati smarting obviously coming off that loss to Pittsburgh, Joe Mixon's going to get a lot of carries in this game. The start of the week by the way, Joe Mixon, who would have thunk it, and John Ross. John Ross will play this week. I guarantee, I guarantee John Ross scores a long touchdown against his brutal Colts secondary. I'm going to lay it with the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Yeah, I like the Bengals too here. I'm glad it's not the kiss of death situation. Look, the Colts, and it might be a little just a, a, a rebound situation from, from picking the Colts to win that game against the Jaguars. They're terrible. They're, if it weren't for the Browns and the 49ers, and it, it's still in play, the Colts might end up with the number one pick. Um, they got, they, they got two wins, right? So it's probably not going to happen, but this Colts team is terrible. They're quitting. Their fans are quitting. They don't care. Um, last ditch effort against the Bengals, but the Bengals defense is better than people think. And it's an, it's an uncommon opponent for Andy Dalton. And it's a spot for him to have a nice game, throw deep to AJ green early. And then you just feed Joe Mixon. I agree with Pete. I have a question for you guys. Pete, Joe Mixon or Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. For the long run.
1: For, for just
0: for this just this week.
1: I played I played Mixon uh, Mixon Brandon Williams destroyed dudes last week. And, and I know Minnesota had the one a couple long runs, but he was killing dudes. No way. I take I take Mixon.
3: Okay, uh, can I just say something? The John sure. Ross bandwagon. Again, I, I believe I've mentioned this before. You have. I, 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 whatever. OK, let's see the dude get through a game. Healthy. I mean, I
2: please. Uh, just please. for the record, I'm not. Slow saying roll, just, j- just for the record, just for the record, I'm not saying he's going to go for like eight one twenty and two. I think he'll go for like two seventy four and one. I think he's going to catch a long touchdown. That's what I'm saying.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you guys into. The, I'm going to give you guys a crystal ball look. Right? It's going to be week fifteen. We're doing this podcast,
2: and I'm still going to be the calling year, for John Ross's The year is the, the, years, the year is then?
0: twenty. The year is twenty twenty. <laughs> And Pete and Nick's, I guarantee you, John, John Ross. Ross is going to suit up and start this game, I never game, said guys. that.
1: I'm not the one saying it. No, he said me. He said Nick. He said Nick. <laughs> you won't be alive in 2020 anyway, so don't worry about
0: it. Uh, moving along to the next pick of the game. See one we're... of the
3: cats might be, though. <laughs> Crystal, <laughs> one of your dead cats could do better against the spread than you this year, brother.
1: Oh that is evil. You know. Hey, and you know what? As bad as I'm doing, I'm ahead of these two morons. Not on the overall but, picks? Yes, I am in the you contest. You should
3: have a sub-genre of your contest for the surface-level clowns and see who can pull that out.
0: Pete, if you oh. go – if you – oh, yeah. You're actually – you're 51 and 52 and 3. Jason's 52, 51, and 3, and I'm 50, 53, 50, and 3. Did we yeah, talk we'll, about what we'll, Ryan Wilson did last week? What'd he do?
3: I thought he, he was went, doing pretty good.
0: No, he was. He was in the lead going into week seven. And then I mean I swear to god this is like you can't do this if you tried he went o 13 and 2 against the spread
1: last week it's pretty awesome we're talking about no we're talking about our expert picks on CBS. By the way, interestingly enough, everybody's picks are in except for somebody's right there on the end there, right? Jamie Eisenberg's yeah, still. He his waits picks so long to put. We're going to give. Hey, Nick, there's a new thing we're going to give him crap about. Remember how he talks about how great he is picking games when he had his little fourth grade tantrum last week? He and by the he, way, he, he did have a fourth, fourth grade until tantrum until the end of the week. He
2: did have a fourth grade tantrum last week.
1: Was it about Matt Ryan?
2: what it was about. Uh,
1: was about his picks, how great he is at picking over the years. He's the best picker. I'm the best picker. I'm the best picker. I'm the no, best he picker. Did, you
3: look, he doesn't put him in until Friday.
1: It's unbelievable.
3: If he doesn't put him in Tuesday like everybody else, he should be kicked out of the damn thing.
0: Right. Tell
1: it, me about it.
0: it. It doesn't count if you don't put him in like, like everything changes from Tuesday on. Anyway, Pat's hosting the Chargers. Patriots minus seven, Jason.
3: He's taking the points here again, continuing my trend. Um, I'm still not sold on New England's defense. What they did against the frickin' Sarkisian and Matt Ryan sideshow Bob thing doesn't really impress me a whole lot. No Dante Hightower now. Um, San Diego's got a little something-something going, and Tom Brady's been hit a ton this year, and I think Bosa and Ingram are licking their chops. I think the Chargers can run the football on this team. I think the Chargers can play ball control on New England enough to keep it close. And, you know, if they hit a big player too, I think they win this game outright. But... Regardless, give me the points. I kind of sort of – I don't know that I love the Chargers, but
2: I'd like to take them out for a hot date. That's weird. Okay.
1: That was that was gross. But uh, I I <laughs> I, I, was, was I wanted to take the Chargers. I really did for all the reasons that Jason said, the pass rushers. And I don't think the Patriots' defense is very good and Hightower's out. And when he's out, Dan Noy plays like crap and he played good last – I don't know. But – it's a 1 o'clock start on the East Coast. I am oh not taking God. one of those teams. I'll lean to the Patriots. Don't love them, though.
2: Um, I love the New England Patriots in this spot. And, look, Bosa and England. What? Bosa and Ingram are game wreckers, but you know how to, how to get pressure on Brady. you got to get him up the middle, force him out, and then the ends can take him out. But Brady's going to get rid of that ball way too fast. And ultimately, I think this is one of the great coaching mismatches. Belichick and Anthony Lynn, you serious? Patriots playing at home. Patriots win. Patriots roll. And you know how we've been saying there's no great team? I think we're maybe a week or two away from amending that statement to say the Patriots are once again great. I love the Patriots. They are one of my best bets this week, minus the second.
0: I love this, the Los Angeles Chargers. No surprise there. I don't love them in the first half. I would take the Patriots in the first half. I think the Pats come out to a nice start. But I think the page, I think the Chargers keep this close. That defense is playing well. Bosa and Ingram are mauling people. And Phillip Rivers is a good matchup offensively for them. You see the Patriots now, without Danta Hightower, they're gonna to have to, adjust. I mean, like, he's out, probably out for the season. This defense is gonna take a serious adjustment. Philip River's gonna have a big day. If I were a fantasy expert, I'd call him my start of the week. Um, but I'm not, so I'll just take the Chargers instead. With oh, don't the worry. Points.
3: Eisenberg will steal it from you. Don't worry. Say it and he'll just steal it from you.
2: And, right. and by the way, he, uh, he, he just texted me and said he thinks that Gronk is a good start this week.
0: <laughs> That's a good call. Um, Seahawks hosting the Texans. Yep. Seahawks minus oh, five and I a half. Can I just say minute.
2: one thing before we go into that game?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Carson, California. <laughs> Super I
0: like it. I like it.
3: I'm good. I'm back.
0: Um. Okay, Seahawks hosting the Chargers. It just should noted the that J-
2: JLC just took a piss. It should be noted because we just heard that toilet flush, right? That's that's What's that's, that? that's absolutely what ha- just happened, right? Like a toilet just flushed. Were you just taking a leak? No, JLC. I'm cleaning
3: some dishes here, man. I got to meet somebody for lunch. I'm clean. I get. I get. Anytime I leave dishes in the dish in the thing, and don't well, the dishwasher's still running, and I don't feel like emptying it. Anyway, I was cleaning dishes.
0: No, you get in trouble if you leave dishes in the sink, just like any. Yeah, even you know, if it's, it's
3: like, like one thing. coffee mug, it's like ugh. What do you do all day? It's like I, whatever. I I've use paper, paper
1: plates. plates. It's easy.
2: Hashtag single life. Love it.
1: Hey, Nick. <laughs> I'm sitting here sipping gin. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> use paper plates and paper and plastic forks and knives. You don't have to worry about it. Bad for right. the environment. See, see and I'm, I'll be long and gone and by the time I have to worry about the environment.
3: You'll be long gone in 24 months. Yeah. Oh Jesus, my. Those oh paper plates are going to outlive you. In
1: oh the freaking dump.
2: His, they don't
1: call me Stevie Cirrhosis. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
3: They the, call you he, Stevie you are, Sunspot. They he, call you, you Stevie are. Sunspot, you bronze <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pete, you are the embodiment <laughs> of evil. You're like, hey, J- you're like, hey, Jason, use paper plates. I think
3: you can keep that in or not.
0: You I think Jason
2: is more evil than Pete. If we're being completely no honest. No way. I'm not Pete criticizing. Said, him.
0: I use paper plates I'm... because the the world. I'll be gone way before the earth is destroyed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I agree with Pete on that.
0: Because <laughs> you don't have any kids. You... Yeah, yeah, you don't have any
3: kids either. Uh, no, um,
2: the All right. Pete, what Yeah, I got three minutes. Yeah. All right.
3: So let's let's let I. I love the Seattle Seahawks as a football team. They're going to continue to win and prove me right as Super Bowl champions. But five and a half, six points seems like a lot to me. They always start slowly. I don't think they run away with this thing. Houston off a of bye. Nice little nice little opportunity here um, You know, for them to have, have gotten healthy. I, I think they keep this game close. I really like what Watson's doing. It's a big boy defense he's going against. But I think it's a relatively low-scoring game, and I'll take the points, but um, not one of my favorite plays of the week.
1: I love, love, love the quarterback game manager in Seattle this week. I love the Seattle Seahawks. I, this is Deshaun Watson going on the road into that nasty environment against that defense, which, by the way, I know the Giants' offense stinks, but they're starting to look like themselves again. They're running, they're flying to the football, the linebackers are fast. I think this is a big, big eye-opener for Mr. Watson. Love. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks in
2: this one. Well, Pete loves Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. I love Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans here. Jason, you nailed it. Too many points. I think the Seahawks are really good. It wouldn't surprise me if they represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. I don't know that they're appreciably better at this point than the Texans. Well-rested coming off the bye. I think Seattle wins a close game, but I like Deshaun Watson enough to keep this game close and fall inside the number. Give me the Houston Texans, one of my best bets.
0: I'm, uh, I'm with Pete on this one. Rookie quarterback. People are talking him up as an MVP candidate. He's on the list. He's on the list. I'm just saying people are talking about him. Um, there's chatter. There's buzz. Clicks uh, and giggles. Co- yeah, clicks and giggles. Um, if you were doing a top 10 list for MVPs right now, Deshaun Watson's probably on it.
2: Correct. But it's seven weeks into the season.
0: Just saying. He's going to Seattle. All the hype of the, being a rookie quarterback against a defense that can effectively lock down what he likes to do best, which is throw deep to, to, to DeAndre Hopkins, and um you can put Richard Sherman on Hopkins. These guys can cover the Texas wide receivers. I think it's a long day for for Deshaun Watson. I see like Seahawks to roll on this one. Next up, Jason, how much time do you have again? Uh
3: well, one. I'll tell you what I have. It depends what time they.
0: All right, we got three long games long left. Long long you can make it through. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys hosting the Redskins. Cowboys minus two.
3: Taking the Cowboys here.
0: Um, I'm. So, I'm sorry, the Redskins are at home. I screwed yeah. that up. Redskins are $100 Cowboys two. are
3: two-and-a-half road favorites, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Dallas wins this by three. I don't love the field goal situation with Dallas, losing Bailey. Um, I- I'll still take them to win a close game here. Washington's just been having players drop like flies. The offensive line, I think, will be healthier than we would have assumed on Monday, but they're still in and out of games. They're still walking wounded, and just because Williams and Sheriff play doesn't mean they're necessarily going to finish. Uh I think Dallas is three points better, and uh, I bet it is a three-point game.
1: I love the Dallas Cowboys in this spot. Now, it, it, would, it scares me a little bit. They're playing consecutive road games. That's always tough to do. But they their pass rush is fourth in the league. People, you know, I, and I was guilty of it too. Where's the pass rush come from? Where's the pass rush come from? Well, they have a pass rush, and they got after it last week. This offensive line could be a total disaster. I'm talking about you're going to be down to like your seventh and eighth lineman starting if, if if Scherf and Williams can't go. And Moses has two bad ankles, by the way, at the right tackle spot. The center's hurt as well. This could be a major problem. I love the Cowboys in this spot.
2: Pete, you and I, are. this is going to be Separation Sunday for one of us, buddy, because I love. Hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. Kirk Cousins. Josh Doxson, a rejuvenated Jordan Reed, a rejuvenated Jamison Crowder, my guy, Chris Thompson. The Redskins go and score 28-plus points on the Cowboys. Keep the ball away from Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, and company. It's a high-scoring game, but the Redskins win outright. Washington, oh one of five. my best bets. Fight and or roll, D.C. The Redskins. I love that. That a good soundbite there of me singing. Oh,
0: wow, did you flip that soundbite around and, like, Four seconds. Eric? I'm guessing that was all to
2: the Redskins! God, that's awful. Well, okay. why
0: are we not blasting this? Groin is on fire every three seconds. In that'll be understand. that'll
2: be next week. What's the what's the sound of a cat slowly dying?
0: Hey, hey, Eric! Eric, do you hear the sound of a cat dying? And this is where you
1: play Nick singing a slow Um, death,
3: a slow, methodical
1: death. I got the the Redskins here too. The Redskins. You better watch out if your dog starts sipping your cup every afternoon because he's going to get die of uh, some alcohol poisoning.
3: Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, yeah. AA together.
0: I'll take the Redskins as well. Home dog, divisional game. They played better than they just killed over. Oh my God! He's evil.
3: Copper, you here? Copper, did Briscoe mail us a FedEx package of sponges? What happened?
1: Here, Copper, Copper, Copper. No, you're to hey, get into your... i still waiting your jersey there. He's going to get into
3: your... Four, I know.
1: To
2: be I will, plot
3: I, plot I, up, I will send to it to you. Plot plot. I, I will send
1: it. I will send <laughs> He's it. He's not going to make it until 7.
3: Two more games. Right, how about speaking of not making it until 7? Hey, Joe Girardi, peace out. Yeah, yeah. You're going to regret that one. I don't think so. We'll see.
0: Two games left. I got the Redskins in that game, by the way. I think the Redskins win as well. I'm with Nick. I love the Redskins. Steelers at the Lions. Steelers, minus three. This is the Sunday night football game. Pretty intriguing little matchup between, um, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care.
3: Jason. I No. <laughs> Let me take a glass of gin. Oh! It's the Steelers. <laughs> Love them. Shake those, shake that ice, baby. Shake that ice. Dance for me. The Steelers are going to beat the snot out of these guys. The Lions defense is not good. Um, They're not going to have any answer for Bell. Benching Bryant is the best possible thing. He'll keep his mouth shut now and fall in line. Uh, Too many weapons. Pittsburgh's defense much better than it gets credit for. I really, really,
1: really did I say I love the Steelers? yet? you, have you might have, them. you might have. I think I caught something like that. Um, I, I, I don't love love, 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 the Steelers. But I, I like the Steelers in this spot. I think they're getting it right. They're going to be, and they might be the best team in the AFC. And, and I think they're getting their offense right. I know all that crap with Martavis Bryant's going on, but and their defense is playing phenomenal football. I love the Steelers. don't love them, but like the Steelers in this
2: spot. Um, I also like. But don't love the Steelers. I usually roll with primetime home underdogs in, in spots like this. So this is normally nine times out of ten. I take the Lions. I think Pittsburgh's the best team in football and I think that'll come to come to roost here. Um, minus two and a half, minus three. I think Pittsburgh wins this game by at least three points. I will take the Steelers as well.
0: I will take the Detroit Lions. Home dog, primetime, coming off a bye. They're going to be missing Golden Tate, which is a concern. But Matthew Savage has a way of keeping these games close, and the Steelers have a way of laying eggs in um, situations where they shouldn't. I'll take the Lions. Don't love it. That last game, because I'm hosting, apparently. Um, Which you, you have
2: been, by the way, for the entire podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I just keep doing analysis, and then I like stuff. Give, give, give me the chefs.
2: I got to run. Give me the chefs.
0: Chiefs minus uh, seven.
3: Dallas, uh, I mean, uh, Denver can't score. Peace out, guys. Enjoy the liquid bye lunch, everybody.
2: bye.
1: Pete, you got I'll, Chiefs? I'll take, I'll take the Chiefs too. I hate laying the, the big numbers and I'm laying big numbers here. I, I didn't put them in the contest, but I, I just think Denver's offense is, is offensive. I mean, dude, Trevor Simeon is terrible? He's a backup quarterback at best. Uh, I like the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are good on defense, but I'll, I'll lay the points here.
2: I, listen, I don't think the Broncos off, I don't think Simeon's terrible. I just think Simeon, like, like, th- the, the offensive line's been bad. They haven't been able to run it. He's not Aaron Rodgers that can he can make up for, it, but not a lot of quarterbacks are. So I don't know if it's necessarily fair to Simeon. I'm not saying Simeon is John Elway. He's not, but I don't think it's fair to bang on Trevor Simeon for the Broncos' offensive woes. But, Pete, you've said, like, the tonic to, to cure ales for offenses is that Patriots' defense. It might actually be this Kansas City Chiefs defense who made Amari Cooper look like Jerry Rice last Thursday. I think the Broncos offense gets back on track here. And again, this is sort of buying low on the Denver Broncos in this spot here. That defense is still really good. They're smarting from two straight losses. And the Kansas City offense, I think, is going to be held in check a little bit here by the Broncos defense. I'm not saying the Broncos are going to win outright, but it's time for Mr. Monday Night to get off the schneid. My fifth and final best bet. The Denver Broncos cover the spread on Monday.
0: I got the Broncos, too. Um, boy, I don't love it. If you look at the numbers, Trevor Simeon, I just saw this tweeted out um, from NFL Research. The four got lowest passer ratings since week three, Jay Cutler at 73.7. Trevor Simeon at 72.8, Joe Flacco at 64.5, and Deshaun Kaiser at 43.8. You really don't want to back the Broncos, but I think you're right. This is the spot where they could make some noise, just like the Giants made some noise in a big spot as a dog to the Broncos. I think you could see the Denver going there. At least keep this close. If I'm getting the 7 or getting the 7.5, I will take Denver in that spot. I don't love them. Okay, so. Jason is gone, so we will not get his best bets. We will now get our Super Contest best bets. Reminder that Nick will probably change one on Friday. Follow him on Twitter, at the Costos, um, so he doesn't have to cry over text messages never, about I, I about the ability points. to change. I haven't changed the picks. We will ones. get your best bets. We, we then, all wish we
1: would have changed our picks on Friday last week.
0: That's correct. <laughs> best bets. Pete. And, and, by the way, after our best bets, we're going to talk
1: to Travis Kelsey, Chiefs tight end. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. And uh, who are your best bets, Pete? I like – my five best bets are the – I'm going big points. Last week I took all dogs, almost all dogs. This week I'm going the opposite direction. I like the Vikings minus the points. I like the Eagles minus the points. I like Buffalo minus the points. I like Seattle minus the points. And I'll lay the little small number with the Cowboys on the road. Those are my five. I'm going 5-0 and 0 this
0: week, boys. Which was the other I didn't I, – I, was, I wasn't really listening. Well, you so should just pay just, attention I'm, when I
1: talk. A, I like, like to write football, them down. I to um, Who was it? Vikings eagles bills seahawks and cowboys bills seahawks and cowboys wow wow is that all um you have massive favorites okay good for you pete no there's two there's three massive three two massive favorites one middle favorite and two small favorites cool My
2: my five best bets And I think, Pete, that we are going against each other on three of these. So one of us is going to have a rough day. I I really hope it's you. I will take the Niners. I really hope
1: it's you, and I think it is going to be you. You're a loser.
2: I'll take the Niners plus 12.5. I will take the Texans plus 5.5. I will take the Patriots laying 7. I will take the Redskins plus 2. And I will take the Denver Broncos plus 7.
1: Wow. I
2: don't like any of of your picks.
1: You got one, two... Three head-to-head games against each other, and and by the way, and I hate every one of his picks. I'm on the opposite side of all his picks, so he's a born loser this week.
0: Well, Pete, what can go
1: wrong? All the favorites won last
0: week. I'm sure that'll happen exactly the same in the NFL in the week in the the following week.
1: Well, when you got one o'clock starts on the East Coast, it's easy to take those West Coast against those West Coast teams. Go ahead. Uh, I think
0: since you've had such
1: a great year picking picking games, go ahead. Let's offer your insight.
0: I will be taking the New York Jets plus four and a half as a home dog. I will be taking the New Orleans Saints as a big favorite at home. I will be taking the Los Angeles Chargers as a seven-point dog in New England to win outright. I would money line that if I were you people out there. And I will take the Carolina Panthers as a two-point dog Over. in Tampa to win outright as well. And I will take the Washington football Redskins
1: plus two, as a, two as a home dog. I two Skins. home dogs. Love it. What's that?
2: No, he just played hell to the Redskins. I loved it.
1: It's like every week his card is. I'll take the Panthers. Let me stick to my guns with the Chargers. <laughs> let me. It's the same every week. Po- Play the sound. You got
2: the
0: sound right. Do you have the sound?
2: Which sound?
1: Oh, I was hoping you yeah, had the I, Will I, Brinson's to look think the smart Chargers with the Chargers to Start making Will Brinson look good.
2: <laughs> nice. He had it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's my man. He's
2: banging these sounds.
1: Say it one more time. Yeah, I I, I think the Chargers are going to start making Will Brinson look good. <laughs>
0: Eric, you deserve a raise by, and a promotion. By cow. the way,
2: Will, whenever you take four games, like out of your best bets that are underdogs, like you, you know the song by Rammstein, Duhas, do you remember that song?
0: Uh, vaguely, it's yes. It's like, du,
2: Duhas. And instead it should be, crev, crevasse, the
0: crev- into the crevasse.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I go to the crevasse
0: most weekends. I love it. This weekend, I'm heading to Notre Dame, South Bend, Indiana to see the NC State Wolfpack play against Notre Dame. i am got to check something off my bucket list going to South Bend. Pretty Enjoy, excited buddy. about that. Enjoy. Maybe launch a little college football playoff run. And the only way to even consider going to a sporting event if you need to buy tickets is by using the SeatGeek app. You are a lunatic if you do anything else. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and it is, folks, the SeatGeek app. I'm going to tell you why. You go on to the SeatGeek app. And you save time and money because it combines multiple ticket sites into one single app and every single section you can zoom into the sections and see where the tickets are and they are highlighted. Like you don't have to like do the research against what a ticket would normally cost and against what it's selling on other sites. SeatGeek does it for you. You zoom in and it's either a big green dot or like a big red dot, if it's not a great deal, big green dot means you should go ahead and make a move because you're getting a great price relative to the market value. SeatGeek's advanced technology and all that stuff gives you the most bang for your buck by grading every ticket based on value. Every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop on tic- shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for buying finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. And best of all, guys... Pick 6 podcast listeners are going to get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. You get $20 off your tickets. What a steal is that? Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code PICK6, P-I-C-K-S-I-X. That's promo code PICK6 for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase today. And now, fellas, I've got to tell you, Travis Kelsey, fun interview. We're going to talk to Travis Kelsey right now. Tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, having a tremendous year getting the Denver Broncos on Monday night. Let's chat it up with Travis. Look, I'm going to ask you right off the bat, this chip thing, it's insane. I haven't eaten one. We're saving one for a podcast, uh, like, pickoff thing we're going to do, but a buddy of mine, uh, oh, they, sent the they sent me some samples. They sent me some samples. A buddy of mine tried one, and he was melting down. And how is it as hot as it feels? Is, is it as bad as it feels like?
4: I'm telling you, it, it's, it's just unbearable. Honestly, you're going to be
3: uncomfortable.
2: I was
4: saying it, I was saying earlier to a friend, like when you try it, it only takes about 10 seconds for you to regret even putting the chip <laughs> in your mouth.
2: What do you say to someone though, who's got like an iron stomach? Cause I- I've been always been able, Travis, in my life to handle really spicy food. This is going to destroy me though. Right. In a good way.
4: Oh, you have no, you have no choice. You have no chance at all. I'm telling you it's, it's, I have yet to see one person eat this chip. I've had about fifteen to twenty friends try this chip, and every single one of them ended in tears, sweating, <laughs> like no, runny noses, like they just and, and just an uncomfortable like taste around the room every single time.
0: And, and this, to be clear, is the the packy. Uh, you can
4: is... do the it. I mean, you can you can try milk. You can try all the all the other like like bread. Whatever whatever somebody says that 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 can help out it's not like this chip has no like barrier you, like, you can't find <laughs> anything to handle this chip I promise you uh
0: and the Packy chip and you go to PackyChip.com dot com slash one chip challenge my actually, I forgot my wife tried a little piece of it, and then we there ended up being a video of it because um, 'cause I'd taken one up to the mountains with some friends, and on, in the video she goes, the internet lied. It doesn't take 30 seconds. It happened right away.
4: Yeah. I'm talking about as soon as you eat it, it's like it explodes. Like the spices just go everywhere and, it, and you're just out of luck after that. <laughs>
0: um, it's sort of like I've heard it's sort of like the uh, the Chiefs offense this year. You guys have kind of exploded onto the scene having a very nice season. Um, not- what What is the difference in Alex Smith? this year versus in previous years or even just last year and how he's helped make this offense so explosive?
4: I'll tell you what, that that is, like, the most common question I get asked, not just on when I'm um, doing media stuff, but, like, literally in person. Everyone just wants to know. My dad even called me. and was like, what's going on? <laughs> and I, I haven't seen him do this. And, to be honest, we're all looking at Alex, but Alex is the same guy. He's all He's been the exact same guy from the start of – Coach Reed being in Kansas City when I got drafted to five years later, and now it's it's literally just I think opportunity. I believe guys are making plays for him downfield. Um, I also think that it has a lot to do with Tyreek Hill, a guy that can absolutely roll. When you have when you have certain type of speed out there and trust that a guy can get on, just outrun the defense. I mean that's that's something special without a doubt. And I think he brings that confidence to Alex right now, and I, I, to be honest. He's still the same competitor. He's still the same leader in the locker room. Um, and right now we're just rolling with the, all, the, all the decisions that he's been making.
0: Is there any sort of, like, I mean, look, you know him better than I do. It just feels to me like there's there might be some sort of I don't give a bleep factor built in here because Mahomes gets drafted. There's sort of like this weird pressure taken off of you to just say F it and cut it loose. I mean, is there any of that maybe? I don't see that at
4: all. Well, okay. first of all, Mahomes is in his, his pocket. Like his, Pat wants to learn from Alex, just because he knows the type of decision making Alex goes through, uh, the type of professional uh, Smitty is. I mean, it's just it's. You can tell that he wants to learn the game, so and he knows the position that he's in. He knows he's going to get the keys of the car eventually. Like that's that's not. A question, by all means. So right now he's just he's just kind of waiting for coach to to hand it over, and and Alex is laying his tail off.
2: Travis, I want to hit you with an uncommon question since we started you off with a common one. What was cooler, or what is cooler, being on a reality dating show where women compete for your affection, which by the way is my dream in life. I would love to get to the point where that can happen for me, or being a star tight end in the National Football League, take your pick—one of the two, which is better?
4: You got to say the tight end, man. The tight end. I'm not. I'm not influencing too many people on that on that reality dating show, man. I, when I play an Arrowhead, I you hear all the all the fans in there and how much that team means to to the city, man. You just know that you're bringing excitement to a whole lot of people, um, and it's uh, that's uh, honestly the best thing that I that I get to um, you know I mean experience is, uh it's, it's game day Sunday at Arrowhead, now. I love it.
0: The, so the Chiefs offense, n- not just explosive, it feels like there's a whole lot of sort of like, and I, I, don't, I mean this complimentary because I think Andy Reid's got the, the stones and the brains to be smart enough to incorporate college or, you know, spread different different principles into the offense. It feels like he's really sort of spread the wings. Is it kind of a, he's finally been there six years now. He's got all his guys in place. He has these different weapons with you and Tyreek Hill, um, Alex Smith, the quarterback that, that works well running a system. Is it, is there, are there really as many like college principles built into or spread principles built into the system as it looks like? And as a follow-up, do you like running the football out of the Wildcat? <laughs>
4: oh, that's, that's my bread and butter. Wildcat is what I'm used to. I grew up as a quarterback running the the read option and in a spread offense. So I'm that's where I'm most comfortable. Is back there uh, calling calling the signals. But just to, to the side note, um, Andy Reed is a mastermind, and this this offense you you don't even know which direction he's going to go next. He, I think he's trying to combine the West Coast with the spread, and uh, right now it's looking a, a little bit closer to a spread. Offensive, but he's starting to incorporate some of the uh, the foundation stuff that that he was uh, that he's known for, and it's it's um it's just fun, man. Honestly, I I, I owe a lot of credit not only to Alex Smith but to Andy Reid for putting me in all of these positions. I mean, to, just the opportunity to to have success on every single play. Uh, Coach Reid puts all of us in the in the right positions, and and it's, it's uh it's paying off this year for sure.
2: Travis, we don't get a lot of look behind the curtain like the real life persona of Andy Reid. Can you tell us a good Andy Reid story that might surprise the listener? Maybe about his sense of humor, anything that sort of strikes you in the moment here? A good Andy Reid story. A
4: good Andy Reid story, man. None that I, that I want to let the cat out of the box about, man. I don't <laughs> Dang, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that.
2: Is, is he a funny guy? Like, the, does he make you guys laugh? Like, what kind of dude is he?
4: Yeah, no, I mean he's an absolute, absolute hilarious guy. So he's always, I'll give you, I'll give you one here. So he's, he's um, and it's kind of, it was messed up, it was jacked up by me, because I didn't know. I'll tell the So I'm, uh it was probably my first year, and I'm, I'm kind of, I, I end up getting injured my first year, and before I had the surgery, I was limping around the. uh the facility and I obviously coach looks at me and like the, the, the heck is the kid limping for? Like he's like such a soft rookie. Like looks over and tells, stop limping. I looked at him. I was like, coach, you limp everywhere. <laughs> the kid tells me to stop limping when you limp. He looked at me he's like, yeah, it's because I was born with one leg shorter than the other. I looked at him. I was like, oh, that's. Oh wasn't too smooth on my half. I did not know that.
0: Is that true? Wait, he really uh, does he really Oh god. That's I have have
4: no I I, listen, the conversation ended (laughs) right there. I'm still kinda like questioning whether or not he was messing with me or he just has like bad knees and he was just joking around or if he was serious about that. Travis
2: you're at the start tight end of the team you can't ask him Travis? I mean, you're a star tight end. You can't just be like, "Hey, no, coach, dude, you, telling, I was
4: a rookie. Like, hey. I was a I was a rookie at the time, and I felt like uh, I don't know. I felt like an ass because I asked him, <laughs> or because I, told him he limps all the time, and he tells me that in response, and I'm just like, "Uh, sorry, coach."
0: Oh my <laughs> god, that's a great! All right, let me. Is he? Um, you guys have had some confrontations with, uh, at least you know the camera might pick up you guys having. Conversations on the sideline with respect to flags and uh, and things like that. Is he? Um, is he? Does he sort of? Is it just more of an in the moment thing where he's upset, or is he kind of like, "Hey, dude." I mean, like, like what is his what is his reaction after you get off the field? Then? Yeah.
4: To be honest, most of the time he doesn't even know what I just did. Like, he has to kind of <laughs> look at it after the game and see. What exactly I did, like when I threw the, when I threw my towel at the ref, and uh, I think we were playing either Jack, I think it was Jacksonville. We we're playing Jacksonville last year, I threw my towel at the ref, and I, when I came to the sideline, I knew I like, I'm alright, I'm, I just got too personal foul, I'm, I'm getting ejected. And Coach Reed just looking at like, what, what'd you do? And I couldn't even like tell him exactly what I, I'm I threw my, I threw a, I threw a towel at him.
2: <laughs> like, what?
4: <laughs> what that's, that's incredible too when you look back at the, the, so, uh, the so, events that have happened yeah and how they kind so, of coach reed makes, them,
3: makes the stories speak, a whole lot better for sure
2: speaking of events that have transpired travis so i'm watching thursday night football last week I am sort of, like, stunned by what I see at the end of the game. Referees literally throwing, what, about 87 flags at the end of that game. Look, that's my opinion. I thought they blew a couple of those calls. I'll ask you, what the hell were the referees doing at the end of the game last week? Gave the Raiders about 17 chances to win that game.
4: You know what? I love I love the refs. I think the refs.
0: <laughs> <especially> <laughs> an unbelievable game. You're a real diplomat, that, Travis. And that's all I
4: really have to say about the refs.
0: Hey, are you are you at least enjoying the fact that the NFL has lightened up a bit and made touchdown celebrations fun again? Because I mean, to me, as, as I mean, that like, we cover the NFL, it's breathtaking I mean, like, for sure. Yeah, what's the best one you've seen this season? The best
4: one I've seen all season. I like I liked Rudolph, Duck, Duck, Goose. That was sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big like when you get the guy, everyone else involved with it. I'm, I'm trying to incorporate some stuff over here. Got some things brewing. Um, but we just got to get ourselves in the end zone here. I would say the bobsledding in Green Bay was probably the coolest one.
0: That, yeah, that was good. The, uh, the, the hide-and-seek one was good, too, by the Steelers uh, this past weekend. I have a suggestion for one that would be appropriate for Kansas City that you can use, and you don't even have to later credit me, but you, what you should do is have one guy lay down horizontally and then have two guys treat him like he's barbecued, like you're barbecuing a pig, like you spin it, and then he just rolls there like you're celebrating with barbecue. Your thoughts?
2: That's awful, awful.
0: Not bad, not bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But
2: Travis, um, just remember to credit the Pick 6 podcast if indeed that <laughs> happens. We, we will demand full credit of that if indeed you execute that celebration.
0: Or or ultimately you could act like you ate a uh, packy chip and sprint around with your with your mouth on
2: fire. That could work too. Oh, that probably would as well.
0: Um, all right, Travis. We'll get, we'll let you go. I know you got lots to do. Got a big week of work. Uh, thanks for taking the time, man. This has been a blast. And people could where can people check out? Uh, people, what are you on Twitter? And, and where can people check out the the Packy Challenge?
4: Um, I believe just packy dot com, man. Um, and for sure their their chips in general are unbelievable. I mean, they're they're literally all natural chips that taste just like your your favorite chip bag from the gas station. I promise you, every single one of them. Uh, every flavor that I've had has been has been spot on money. So, um, but yeah, I believe just uh, one chip challenge hashtag one chip challenge on Twitter or uh, Instagram and um,
3: hockey dot com I believe.
0: All right, that's P A Q U I Travis Kelsey. Thanks so much for the time, man.
3: You
4: know, guys,
0: take it easy.